0: Rise and shine Happy Easter to everybody who is listening to the podcast What is good everybody Today is episode 16 Again, happy Easter Sunday You know, today I'm feeling really good today And um, I decided to dedicate this episode to talking about Easter And Easter is just such It <laughs> it kind of brings me back and, and the reason why I played that song at the beginning of this podcast Is because there was this woman in... in She's gone on the glory as they call it she's an ancestor now um, I think she passed away this year earlier this year uh, mother Mother Logan uh, as we called her but um she used to be in the choir and this used to be her song I'm talking about this is the only song that she sung but this this used to be her song it's the only song that she sung and um you know I just wanted to play that song as some nostalgia for me. But I remember growing up, and I used to hate Easter. Hate it. I mean, <laughs> ask my parents, ask my mother, you know, ask my granddad. I used to hate Easter. I'm talking about, I didn't say an Easter speech until I was probably eight or nine. I, I mean, I, I'm just being for real. Um, the, the first time that I actually did a speech was probably when I was five. And um, I said, Happy Easter. And everybody. Had a standing ovation for me Because I I would never say anything to anybody Uh, (laughs) I was one of those kids I always hid behind my mother Um, You know, i will shake people's hand, Whatever the case is I'd nod my head Shake my head Whatever the case is But I would never say anything to anybody Um, And I would never do I didn't do a Christmas speech Wouldn't do Easter speech Whatever the case was So when... When it finally came, when I was five years old, I never forget it. Five years old, I was wearing a beige suit, and you know, my my, I had two lines. Happy Easter, and when I said Happy Easter, everybody just had a standing ovation. Just about to have praise break, like it was just, <laughs> you know, it was like Holocaust, uh, not wow, whoa, not Holocaust, Pentecost, uh, Pentecost. Goodness gracious, a lot. <laughs> let me, let me, let me calm down. Let me calm down. Let me. Is uh, <laughs> it was like the Pentecost You know Yeah it was like the day of Pentecost like Everybody was up in there Just shouting Oh my god he so said He so said it He said something like It was just crazy But um I decided I wouldn't do this, this podcast Because If people do not know Um, I do more so of the mysticism and the esoteric meanings of many things. Um, you know, I was talking about the spring equinox last year. I didn't do a video on spring equinox because I did one last year, but, um, if I have to recap next year, you know, I'll do that, you know, just so that it can be clarified in a more, uh, updated manner, whatever the case is. I was thinking about doing that for Easter, but... Again, I'll do that next year as well. But um, i share those share uh, the videos that I did or the lectures that I did on those topics on my Instagram. So if you're not a follower or subscribe to my Instagram, or if you don't follow my Instagram, follow my Instagram. Anyways, um, I love Easter now because I understand the meaning behind Easter. I understand that Easter is a, a representation of spring and new things to come and new beginnings and in rebirth you know is, is for you to start over in life per se you know Easter is one of those times where when I was growing up in the church Easter was considered the day that Jesus resurrected but you know I I never understood how is Easter in March and then it's in April and then it's in March again and then it's in April you know and I will ask my grandmother and the same thing I would ask my mother And they would never give me an answer Because they didn't know the answer They It's just how it was You know, I was like Well, how come Easter is in March this year But it was in April last year And, and you know, my mom and my grandma well, I don't know, it's just how it is You know, and now that I'm older And I'm more mature I, I have more, you know I'm able to Study for myself and know myself, um, or study more for myself to know myself and to be more uh, educated on topics like this, so that you know when I have my kids and my grandkids and they ask, I'll be able to tell them, or even other little kids um, that I may be around and they don't know the answer. But, anyways, I wanted to make this podcast to give you information on. The topic of Easter. Now, some people, when you tell them about Easter, you're going to deal with two different people. (laughs) You're going to deal with two different type of Negroes. You're going to deal with the Negroes that will say Easter is the resurrection day of Jesus, uh, resurrection Sunday, where Jesus risen, uh, rose from the dead, and you know he's alive, he's alive. Like you know, you're going to deal with those type of Negroes. Um, he's not dead. He's alive. My God's not dead. He's fully alive. He's living on the inside, roaring like a lion. Um, if you <laughs> if you don't know that song, yeah, you 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 better off not knowing that song. Uh, <laughs> um, the only reason why I know that song is because back when I was a Christian, there was this Christian group called the Newsboys, and um, they. Created this song called God is Not Dead, and um, man, when I tell you that used to be one of the songs back in the day, Um, (laughs) they used to be, man. Anyways, uh, get back on topic, right? (laughs) Get back on topic. Uh, Easter is for, for like the Negro number one, Easter is the resurrection day of Jesus, all right. Now, when you're dealing with the second Negro, Easter is a paganistic holiday. Alright, it's pagan, it's evil, it's satanic, it's of the devil, and we don't support it. That's right! Alright, you're going to deal with these Hebrew Israelites out here. Who, you know, they will go so far to saying that Easter is a paganistic holiday and we don't celebrate it. It's the white man's tradition, the white man's holiday. Now, here's the thing though, right? When you're dealing with the commercialized and the romanticized and the westernized version of Easter, of course, that's when you're dealing with the white man traditions, all right, per se. But when you are dealing with the actual representation or the actual meaning of Easter, it's none of those things. Now, when we're dealing with the word paganism, paganism is not a bad word. Paganism, or to be pagan, means that you are practicing traditions that are outside the main world religions that is Christianity Judaism and Islam so if you have traditions outside of Christianity Judaism or Islam they are considered pagan now back in the day Romans would say or they would use the word pagan to describe traditions outside of the Christian religion and paganism them in the way that they used it was derogatory towards people that practice traditions outside of christianity so if you practice anything of ancient traditions or you practice your own particular traditions they were quote-unquote pagans all right paganistic which means they were traditions for the peasants basically i mean that's just what it means so when people say that Uh, you know, they say that you're practicing something paganistic or you're celebrating something that's pagan. Pagan, do not be afraid of the word pagan, all right? And I had to recondition my mind from the word pagan as well. Some people are scared of the word pagan. When something is pagan or they have pagan traditions, we automatically think of something satanic, something demonic or evil, you know, bloodthirsty, eating bodies, cannibalism, uh, orgies. (laughs) Like we think of just the the most... uh, deviant thing possible, you know what I'm saying, and that's just not what it is. Something that is pagan is just basically something that is not a part of the main world religions. Now what's ironic is that all the main world religions are created from paganistic traditions. Um, everything from Christianity to Judaism to Islam, everything has roots in paganism, alright? If, if we want to play that game. But you might ask, what is Easter? Well Easter has more so to do with the uh, rebirth of nature Alright the coming of spring Now Easter is not the day of spring That is what we consider to be the spring equinox And that was on March the 20th Today is April the 4th Alright so they're kind of separated You know what I'm saying And if I'm not mistaken I believe Easter comes after the new moon Um I'm looking it up right now, but uh, Easter usually comes, I'm going to read it right now, Easter is observed on Sunday following the, uh, the full moon, which is the first full moon that occurs on or after March equinox, or the spring equinox. Um, so for an example, if the equinox were to occur on March 21st, um, and the full moon was to occur two days later on March 23rd. Easter would be observed on the first Sunday after March 23rd. So that's that's how that operates. All right. So. All right. So it, it wasn't the new moon. It was the uh, the first full moon after the spring equinox. All right. So. Around these times you have uh, the Jewish, the, the Jews or the Hebrew Israelites as well. They practice uh, or they uh, celebrate. The traditions or the customs of the Passover You know um, So they they go hand in hand And and it's kind of esoteric as well When you're dealing with the Passover Because Jesus um, In his story Also was celebrating the Passover Around the time of his death Alright and and when you study the Passover And how it correlates to uh, The days of Moses And when they was in Egypt And you know putting the blood on uh, the the blood of the lamb on their you know the doorposts and so on and so forth and then you have Jesus who died and being the quote unquote sacrificial lamb of God you know and you know that that kind of just go hand in hand but we can deal with the blood of the lamb all that stuff for another time for another day um, particularly I just want to deal with the tradition of Easter just dealing with Easter in itself so Easter when you're dealing with Easter, you're dealing with, first and foremost, Ishtar. Alright, now, uh, the word Ishtar is Mesopotamian. You know, just dealing with it, essentially, is Mesopotamian um, or Assyrian. And when you deal with the word Ishtar in English, it's Easter. Alright? And also, when you're dealing with Easter... You can also date it back to a Germanic goddess, uh, a Germanic spring goddess. And I'm, her name is uh, Ostara. Alright, Ostara. And so when you're dealing with the Germanic or the Anglo-Saxon goddess, you're going to be dealing with Ostara. And mind you, right, because I was telling somebody this earlier today that when you're dealing with spring when you're dealing with the the seasonal changes, every civilization had customs or traditions where they celebrated the the times of change. Alright so, when you're dealing with particular quote unquote paganistic traditions, alright, you can't say that all of them are bad because they're not in the Bible. You know, that's just disingenuous. So, when you're dealing with the day of Easter, um, you're dealing with the change of the season where spring is coming And things are being reborn and rebirth And Ishtar is the goddess of fertility, of sex, of nature, um, of life itself So she could be a representation of mother nature All right, Now Ishtar share um, many connections with the goddess of Aset or Isis, and when you're dealing with the goddess Isis, you are also dealing with Mother Mary. Mother Mary, as we all know, gave birth to who we call Jesus Christ. All set. Or Isis gave birth to who we know as Horus or Haru. So when you are dealing with um, Istar or Easter, you are also dealing with Mother Mary. Okay So when we are dealing with happy Easter, no no more than saying Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Mary has a lot to play with or a lot to do with giving birth or, or rebirthing the Sun, right Christmas day, the, the winter solstice is when you're dealing with the rebirth of the Sun and then Easter is when you're dealing with um, New Year's, new times, new beginnings and when you're dealing with the rebirth of nature itself. All right. So when you are dealing with Isis or uh, Ishtar or Mother Mary, um you're also dealing with uh Mary and Magdalene as well. Uh, because Mary Magdalene when you study the Gnostics, she was married to Jesus. And speaking of married, um this just came to mind. I know there is a particular legend where Ishtar is married to her son Tammuz. Alright, there are particular, there's different type of stories and legends of how that came about, but typically um, there is a story where Tammuz is the uh, reincarnation of Nimrod. And that's that's basically how that goes. Now you're gonna have people that are gonna be like, oh my god, you're you're celebrating Ishtar, but Ishtar married her son Tammuz. Now listen. when, when you're dealing with the story in mind You do not take these legends and these stories literal Alright You're going to see some bizarre things and legends and stories But please do not take them literal Because they have different meanings back then To how we see them now Alright But there are many versions of what has happened Between Ishtar and Nimrod But the most popular one that we know of Is that Ishtar and Nimrod You know ruled Babylon um, And when Nimrod died Right, he was reincarnated through her son, or their son Tammuz. So when she married nim uh, or Tammuz and had inter, you know, interactions with Tammuz, she wasn't doing it with her son. She was doing it with the reincarnation of Nimrod, basically. <laughs> now it might be a little weird, a little strange. i anytime I condone incest, all those type of stuff, but. That's just how the legend, that's how the story went That she married the reincarnation of Nimrod Because Nimrod passed So he was living Through the particular quote unquote Flesh of Tammuz, that's just how that went Alright Well, you know, that's another topic That we can also save for another time for another day Um, When you're dealing with Just a particular perception Like I said before of Easter um, like I said, the Anglo Saxons, uh, many of the Germanic tribes. Um, even when you're dealing with different particular parts of the world, dealing with the Kemetic people. Oh, excuse me, the Ethiopians. Um, just the, the many big places, uh, parts of Mesopotamia, Summer, uh, Sumer, excuse me. Um, India, parts of Asia. You know, they, they had many different traditions for um the seasons of easter now when you're dealing with certain symbolism of easter now some people might say what in the hell does rabbits and eggs have to do with easter um and that's a good question because i had a question for that as well (laughs) because uh rabbits don't lay eggs you know what i'm saying and some people might find that surprising but east uh rabbits don't lay eggs they don't um they they give birth you know just like other animals do Um, the only animals that we know of that actually lay eggs are snakes or birds you know what i'm saying so it is what it is so when you're dealing with rabbits rabbits are um, a symbol of fertility because when spring comes around they are how you say the most proactive animals in nature—they are the most proactive in terms of procreating and being very sexual around springtime. Um, so their their hormones and their sex drive is <laughs> is high in springtime. I mean, typically animals alone, their sex drive is high in spring because is you know it's getting warm, uh, you know, there's more abundance of food and water and so on and so forth um, around springtime. So, for rabbits, they are typically seen as the most proactive sexually uh, when it comes to um, spring and rebirth and so on and so forth. Uh, when you're dealing with eggs, eggs were seen as a sign of not only blessings and so on and so forth or, or abundance, but they were signs of fertility as well. Uh, when you're dealing with the story of Istar, um, it was said that Ishtar was reborn. Every time spring would come around, um, Ishtar was reborn and would be hatched out of an egg. Um, One of the mythologies or the legends go was that Ishtar um, came from the skies of heaven and landed into the sea, and she hatched out of the egg, and she was born. Right, she was uh, miraculously born. um, So on and so forth. Right, and basically the egg hunt was the legend of if you were to find Ishtar being reborn she will grant you a blessing or a wish. So pretty um, interesting I mean there are uh, plenty of other traditions or sayings behind the egg hunt and the eggs and so on and so forth but typically that's what that means. Alright so essentially Rabbits, eggs, are just symbols of fertility. Nothing bad, nothing evil, nothing deviant, nothing, oh, keep your kids away from it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was just like back in uh, around Christmas time, people would say that, uh, you know, keep your kids away from the Christmas tree because it was a symbol of the penis. I mean, <laughs> when, when you really look at a lot of things, a lot of things could be symbolic for the phallus. But, I mean, that shouldn't take away from the the significance of Christmas. That shouldn't take away the significance of what these particular traditions mean. You know, there's just two sides to everything. So, when you're dealing with for the kids, you know, you give them the stories, the legends, just like with Santa Claus. When we're older, you know, the adults, we understand that these symbols can also be... Um They can also be represented For something more than Uh Something significantly esoteric Um Or significantly Uh Illustrative You know what I'm saying Or allegorical You know They can mean something very scientific Concerning our bodies as well You know They can mean a lot of things They can't just mean one thing or the other You see what I'm saying So it can be represented in many different ways Um but I think that's about it. I didn't want to go too long on this topic. If you want to learn more about, uh, you know, just many different things concerning Easter, I'm posting things constantly on my page concerning Easter. So follow me on the Omnius room on Instagram. I'm going to be posting a lot of them spamming <laughs> just a lot of information concerning Easter so that people can be updated um, and educated. On this type of information But until next time I turn Thank you for watching That YouTube talk again I, I'm going to get I'm, I'm gonna get the hang of it I swear I'm going to get the hang of it But until next time I Thank you for listening to this podcast Share this podcast with other people So that people can be informed On the topic of Easter Alright Because it is a wonderful time of the year Alright Until next time I Thank you for listening to my podcast Again share this with other people uh, Let me know in my DMs um, of how you felt about this particular topic and how you felt about this podcast. All right. Until next time, I'm with Tyrone, and I am L.